Sidekicks and henchmen out there in the Geek Nation, you're listening to Spoiler Alert. I'm your host, Johnny Destructo. With me this week is Mark underscore L underscore Miller. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. And no. Hey, guys. Uh, How are you? Uh, Everything that I learned tonight pales in comparison to uh, the understanding that when you refer to hitting someone in a sexual manner, it's dat, not that. Yes, you you hit hit dat. You hit dat. Not hit that one's violent one's invited yeah okay yeah I'm, I'm learning new things i'm 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 uh, willing to to admit that i don't know everything we have an email um so okay. <laughs> melio melio yay <laughs> all right so uh, <laughs> um uh, so Christopher, good night. So uh, because Noel and Rob and Mark were all otherwise indisposed, <clears throat> I thought I don't want to let the people down. We're gonna do a, a show anyway, and so I invited longtime uh, contributor Sly onto the show last week. And Christopher Goodnight wrote in saying, "I can't wait for the real podcast next week with Noel and." Mark and Ron, and I was like, "That's rude." So um, my wife is in the back eating Chinese food, but I feel like her response to that is "suck my dick." <laughs> so suck, suck Sly's dick, Christopher. Good night. Um, okay, here we go. So we have an email from uh, Christopher Goodnight. <laughs> no. Uh, and thank God, thank God. It says, um, I don't have a lot to say. So he decided to write that in. I'm behind on my reading. I'm in a post-Taylor Swift concert funk and haven't really felt like accomplishing anything. I did see A Simple Favor and Peppermint. Gotta say, I was unimpressed with the latter. I'm looking forward to Assassination Nation, which I'll see in a couple weeks. I'm looking forward to Heroes in Crisis and Action Comics this week, and sort of curious to see what Justice League Odyssey will be like. Shout out to Tulsi, Tulsa Movie Guy, who just followed me on Twitter. I'm looking forward to the apocalypse and my next shit. Oh, uh, the apocalypse is only, what, 12 years now, right? So, in, I, I, which which sect, which religious sect do you want to follow? Yeah. Um, uh, oh, climate. The climate. The climate. Oh, the science. Oh, science. You want to go with cli- science? science? Yeah, we've got like a half science a generation left. Um, yeah. uh, I could I could speak to Justice League Odyssey because I I read it. And, oh, I didn't. And go. Don't mind talking to it. Um, it was pretty art. It was an awfully muddled story, and then it seemed like this weird shoehorned in thing about cyborg. Um, what's his name? Azrael and uh, Corey. Uh, sorry, Starfire being <clears throat> old world gods. Oh, and that information was delivered by emo Darkside. So was, yeah, there's a 
Ba- is that baby dark side? That no, was, that... no, that's that's legit dark side just with a different design and he looks really, really weird. But what happened to Dark Side Baby? I don't know. Oh. It's not mentioned. Oh. Like the only, like you only really know that it's Dark Side because Cyborg says something to the effect uh bluster- blisteringly of like It'll be a cold day in hell before I trust you, Darkseid. And then, oh. like, even the font of his name is hmm. the font. And, like, it was just a really weird story. Interesting. I have no idea what's going on. It seemed like it seemed like um like a Justice League cosmic book by committee, mm-hmm. and then like story points were tossed in. Uh, it was really weird. <laughs> That's a bummer. Yeah. Are you gonna read number two? Um, maybe. Okay. Like the the art was fantastic though, Steven. Sedgic, Sedgic, he's great. Yeah, he's, he's great. always been awesome. Um, I loved a simple favor of the film, and I loved Peppermint. I didn't see either. They were they were fun. Peppermint was the Punisher, but with alias, alias, <laughs> uh, and a simple favor. I thought that was going to be just your regular run of the mill sort of thriller, but man, was that a bucket of fun! It was good. That was so fun. Plus, I just love Anna Kendrick. I am in love with Anna Kendrick. Yeah, I agree me too. With that assessment. Sorry, wife. I saw things. Oh, do you want to do... What did you see, Mark? No, I haven't seen anything. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I But I did... Uh, I am going to go see Venom tomorrow. Oh. I haven't seen it yet. JD has seen it. I have seen it. Yeah. It was fun. It was not good, but it was okay. fun. Was it like Punisher Warzone fun? I thought that movie was fun. Oh, then yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was fun. It wasn't quite as ridiculous as Punisher Warzone. Oh, so Punisher but, is more ridiculous than Venom? Yeah. But they're not taking themselves too seriously. Cool. Which is nice. We do have... All right, we have one more uh, email from... JL Jones. Uh, <clears throat> it's called... Fuck Justice League Jones? Question mark. Hey, guys. I wasn't going to comment on Christopher <laughs> St. Saucy goodnight's email, but I guess he threw down the gauntlet. So here it goes. Uh. Fuck Justice League Jones? I'm confused. Did I miss something? Or either A, he's upset that I have different tastes in what I like, and he's upset I liked Snyder's DCU movies. So sue me. I'm not going to apologize just for being in the minority. Or B, he's propositioning me, and while I'm highly flattered... I must say no, since my wife wouldn't be happy, and I'm only happy as long as my wife is happy. Thank you for the offer, though. Let me know if I missed a potential option. Justice League Jones. Well, I mean, Ooh. I mean, I'm glad that he's happy in his relationship, but there is a there is a, a point where he has to find his own happiness. Yeah, like be you, and if, and if be, you be the best you for her, not be you for her. And if the best you is one that is getting fucked by Saint Saucy, Saint Saucy then you owe it to your wife to have sex with Saint Saucy so that you can be the best you you can be for your wife. Yeah, no, I, I mean, no stone unturned, right? Yeah. Like, be Un- the best you for you. You need to unturn, unturn. Up to and including turning over Saint Saucy good <laughs> yeah, night. Yeah, If that's how You need how to dis- turn that stone over. <laughs> I don't approve of this message at all. Uh, it's like they say, face down, stones up, right? Is that that's a position? Uh, they, uh, it could be one. Well, it should be it, one. It is one. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. I think the reason why he threw down the gauntlet is because he wants to be the number one fan uh-huh. and Saint Saucy, or no, and and uh, Justice League Jones. Justice League Jones was challenging him to the title. I see. What um what does 
um, the Snyderverse have to do with it? Because I think it's terrible, but I didn't know if there was a... I, I thought I was in the minority of thinking it was terrible. Oh, I thought everyone thought that those movies were terrible, except for, like, like, Terry like Lake. Loud, there's, like, a loud Eric, Henry of Cavill kind of likes them. You know what? Actually, I don't think he does. <laughs> <laughs> Probably doesn't either. Yeah, he left. Um, <clears throat> have you guys talked about the, the Aquaman trailer? No. The new one? The, like the five-minute one? Oh, I didn't watch it because I don't want to spoil oh, it for me. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of really important plot points in that film that are going to get spoiled if I watch that five-minute trailer. Uh, Note my sarcasm. I think it's, it's more just like showing off special effects, yeah, I don't which care. are cool. Yeah. Yeah, no. I saw that he's wearing like the the old school outfit. Oh, no, no, no. What was impressive about it? There's a there's an elongated or there's a, a longer. You got sequence. me excited. I thought you were gonna say the elongated man was in it. <laughs> Fuck you. There's a there's a long tracking sequence with um, Black Manta in the middle of this trailer where him and his goons are chasing Mara and um, Arthur across like rooftops, and the way that James Wan shoots it, it actually looks really cool and hmm. vibrant and fun. You know, unlike uh, the movies before it <laughs> that had male leads. I think James looks Wan fun. would looks actually really be James Wan might actually be a great addition to this cinematic universe. I, I mean, he's done. He did The Conjuring. He did Insidious. He did uh, the, a couple of Fast and Furious movies, and I think that like those he did. He did the difficult Fast and Furious movie, the one where Paul Walker died in the middle. So yeah, he had to yeah. figure out how to make a movie around somebody afterwards. Wow. Like halfway I, through. I, think, I mean, he's talented enough to maybe lead up like a, a a cinematic universe sort of thing, I think. Like at least be one of the creative forces behind that, you know? I, I think if they're looking to reboot this whole thing, I think they, they have a good guy with that. He's been killing it for a while and I'm glad somebody gave him like a big old budget. Yeah. Even like his early stuff. If you look, if you does anybody remember that that um, Kevin Bacon movie, Death Sentence? Oh my god, that was him. That's James Wan. I love yeah. that movie so much. Yeah, like he he's been killing it for a while, and and you know a big studio finally gave him a couple hundred million dollars because he made yeah. them a billion dollars with all these little horror movies. Wow, very cool. And I gotta say, I'm very excited about it. The movies he's done, like The Conjuring. Did he do both Conjuring? He did Saw One, Conjuring One, Two. And what was the Insidious? Uh, Insidious one and two. First, ah, yeah. fuck! He, he did the first one. Insidious. No, he did the second one also. Oh, he uh, did. Yeah, you're right. He didn't right. do the then third one. Is that the is that the one with uh, Darth Maul? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Ah well, I like the Conjuring's more than I thought I would. And for just the like Insidious your usual ones, I think the Insidious ones were mm. were good in their time and for what they meant. I think it helped pave the way for that for the other movies because like it's like he didn't have the budget that. It seems like they yeah. wanted Insidious came or, first, yeah, before all the Conjuring uh, movies. Did it really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. But so, he was already he was already a millionaire from like the seven Saw movies up until that point. I didn't realize he had done the original Saw. Yeah, him and he Lee, he, that, him and Lee also, Winnell did the first Saw, and then they, they produced everything after that. They did uh, Dead Silence, um, that one about that old lady and the, uh, and the mum. The, yeah. I was thinking of a different movie. But speaking of, like, this is a tangent, but did you guys ever see that movie? You saw the movie Upgrade, right? Yeah! That was Lee no, Winnell, the writer, the oh. co-writer of Saw. Oh, was it? And then, yeah. Oh, that yeah. movie is so awesome. Anyway. Yeah, it was a good, um, not Venom. I haven't seen it. It was a better it Venom. Good. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, here we go. Comics. Comic books. Ooh. Talking about comic books. Juke Joint number one by T. Franklin and Aletha E. Martinez. 
And this is put out by Image Comics, and they have this to say about the book. Mahalia runs the hottest spot in all of 1950s New Orleans. The juke joint keeps the jazz poppin', people boppin', and the women? The women are to die for. There's only one rule. Keep your hands to yourself. But some men think rules don't apply to them, and Mahalia and her coven of slain women enjoy reminding them that they most certainly do. Apply to them, they mean. Uh, so, Mark, you had something, something... What was the first thing that jumped out at you that you wanted to talk about? Well, first page. Um, I get it. This is done by a survivor. Uh, a, a survivor of either sexual abuse or sexual aggression or, or something. Um, domestic violence? And, yeah, domestic, some type of violence. And um, of, a, of a more of a sexual nature, I think. Or of a... Of a it seems I, I don't know. That's just what that's what just what it seems. But there's like a page at the beginning of this that um, says uh, trigger like trigger alert. And I just think that if it's a horror book, it's uh, horror is supposed to trigger, I think. Mm-hmm. And I get it that this is a specific trigger that they're talking about. But it just seemed odd that like there's there's this trigger alert at the, at the beginning. I understand why. I'm not saying it shouldn't be there, but it's just like, you know, I, I, I'm just wondering, this is the first book I've ever read that has this. I, and like, if, I mean, w- are we going to get more of this in, in other books um, that don't deal specifically with this? Just to sort of protect everyone for, from re-experiencing or being triggered or, or whatever i mean it's just it, to me it's just uh I, it's 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 something weird um, i feel especially like with, with the horror horror genre specifically i feel like there are different types of horror and i feel like if you're going into a book and you're not sure if it's a ghost story or a vampire story or a werewolf story um yeah. if you're just going into it because you want to read a supernatural story but you are a survivor and have PTSD about a certain situation. I, I have no problem with it being there to let you know, hey, like it, I, there's a there's a a woman covered in blood and she's holding the the head of a man on the cover. So you know you're coming in for a horror story, but you don't know if it's a vampire story or whatever. So just so you know, it does de- um, at least reference or depict. Um, sort of things that might be triggering for you um for your ptsd and stuff like that so uh it doesn't bother me um it doesn't bother me but i think it's worth discussing i think um i think i think that it's it's funny because they're talking about domestic violence they're talking about um sexual violence and, and other other kinds of violence like that but um it's uh it they don't seem to have a trouble of like biting off the jaw of some guy, ripping the penis off of another guy. Well, hold, um, on, like, hold on, uh, hold on, hold on, hold um, on. That doesn't it. It's sexual violence is o- not only like a trigger warning for women. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't matter who the violence is against, whether it's the male or the female. That doesn't necessarily mean that it shouldn't have a warning. Also, I but that's, that's beside the mean. point. Yeah. So why can't there be a warning though? So uh, you you, you sounded it, like wait hang on though hang on but before we do that though like I I'm not making this distinction or subtle distinction for like to argue I just think that maybe like words do matter it's yeah. it's uh it's a trigger warning not a trigger alert it's not a, it's not trying to uh, incite people like alert 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 look out look out it's just like a hey 
just so you know. This I has this and this. Well, I mean, I think some people – I know you get it and I know what you meant by context. But I think for anybody listening, it, it's a warning, not an alert, not like a, a stay away, be afraid kind of thing. It's just a heads up. It's just a heads up. I, yeah, and, and that's fine because obviously um, this, this uh, writer – has um, experienced that she might have mm. a following of people who has experienced that, and th- this is her way of talking to the people who have followed her for a while. JD is um, nodding. At the same time, uh, <laughs> at the same time, though, there's an awful lot of violence in here. Oh that, yeah, th- that is um, might be triggering outside of the sexual nature. I mean, they she literally feeds the ball like this guy his own balls. Um, she I thought it was the, the whole jaw. wiener. No, she, <laughs> she talks specifically about his tiny Cause, testicles because they he she ripped off more than just like te- like she she yeah uh, it was yeah, graphic. Uh, okay, but uh, what I'm what I'm saying is that is that type of violence wasn't mentioned at the very beginning. It's almost like that type of violence was okay, um, but the sexual. It's almost like. You know, an eye for an eye sort of thing, or a penis for a penis, or you know, or a sexual, uh, uh, sexual crime for a for a crime sort of way. It just feels. I mean, that that just feels a little, a little. It feels a little weird that that the wait, wait. I think this is your perception over the actual reality. I'm rereading it, and it doesn't say anything about gender. Just that the content is. Triggering insensitive materials, domestic violence, sexual harassment. At the bottom, it gives um, statistics. One in four, and this is in order. One in four men have been victims of domestic violence. One in three women have been victims of domestic violence. Like, it's pretty across the board. I I didn't think it indicated to me that it was going to be more of one way or the other. I think that's what we're, we're projecting. We're bringing into it our own perception. Of yeah. Maybe. I agree <clears throat> with least. that. Um but I, at the at, at the very end of the book, um, uh, they they talk about it's it's definitely uh, she talks about how she's a survivor, mm-hmm. um, been in that, and then she talks about women visit the women's shelters dot org and stuff like that, which is fine if that's your if that's your um, if that's the issue if that's the uh, this is she says how this is her way of she was uh, using it as. Uh, a way to kind of get through her own trauma and her, th- and her therapist helped her and everything. And that's great as well. Um, I just think that on a broader sense of horror, I mean, we used to have the, there isn't really a, that much of a rating system in mm-hmm. horror. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just wondering if this is, first of all, if this is a way of just saying, are we going to rate our horror or, or is every horror book going to have this or if this is just a specific case for this sort of, book? I think if it's self-imposed, it's fine. So like it was her decision to put out a uh, trigger warning, but, and as long as it's, you know, the discretion of the artist, I don't think it's a problem. Now, if it, if some giant coalition of, of, you know, mysterious people came in and the said comic books code. Yeah. Like the comics would actually <laughs> yeah. like, or that's, the ratings board, talking about. If that happens, sure. But this was this was self-imposed by the artist. I think it's totally fine. Yeah, and and maybe maybe that is a way. Yeah, right. It could be, but then you know what? Nothing in this book really like triggered me as far as the violence. Mm -hmm. But uh, crossed. um, 
it didn't trigger me. I wouldn't even use that word triggered, but it disturbed me to the point where I still remember reading a couple of things in Crossed as being oh. extremely haunting and disturbing. And and but but as a horror fan, I I kind of like that. I kind of like you know that's 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 I like watch reading horror and and watch watching horror because it it causes these like yeah. weird emotions there's t- there's two types of people there's people like us and then there's there's other types of people like we're the kind of people that if somebody told me um you need to see this this was this was disturbing as shit and it gave mm. me nightmares i'm gonna want like, to explore it what's more that? to yeah. my own detriment yeah. whereas other Definitely. people would be like thank you for the heads up i'm out yeah, yeah. so I, Especially... I almost feel like this like mm. a warning like this is is like a it's like an entry point at some to some point too. Like well, especially it's, it's T. Franklin, so she's already she's already got a good following because of Bingo Love, which is a, a really well received um, uh, graphic novel that came out I think last year. So she may have a lot of crossover people being like, "Oh, T. Franklin, I want to buy more of her stuff." So this might be just specifically, "Hey guys, I know you thought my my uh, Bingo Love, which is a really cute love story, uh, was great, but heads up, this is a different thing altogether." Yeah, and then why isn't it on the cover? Well, I Wait, don't what? Know. Why was why was it? Because the, 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 the trigger warning is not on the cover. Oh. I don't know. Get, to get them sales, yo. Exactly, yeah. But, I mean, if we're going to, like, some people will have bought this book, and, yeah, they see a bloody head on the cover and all that stuff. Mm. But... Um, the violence gets pretty pretty heinous in this. Uh, like, why not have it uh, something inside there in somewhere that says "trigger warning," blah blah blah, a shortened version of the first page. Yeah. Because this way, you're you're inside the book. You've already bought it. You haven't flipped through it. You you look on the first page and it says "trigger warning," but you've already this is when you've already had it. You've already made the purchase. I'm not sure. You should tweet at T. Franklin and tell her. No, I have a feeling she probably wouldn't like that, but that's okay. So what did you think about the book? We've spent, I don't know, 10 minutes talking about the trigger warning. Uh, no, uh, I think it's a decent book. I don't think it's anything um, story-wise groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. I've read this story before. Yeah, it's uh, basically a revenge. It's sort of you have a, a coven. If I don't know if that's the right right word to use, but a, a coven of um, kind of witches, I guess, who basically um, their goal is to get revenge on men who can't keep their hands to themselves. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, not even that. I, uh, yes, yes, that is the that's the underlying theme here. Um, I'm talking about just the voodoo sort of yeah. thing we've we've talked about this with shadow man and yeah. a couple of other books that have tried to do voodoo i don't know why but it just does not really feel scary to me no uh, me neither in, I, it, in it was, was it house of whispers is that the other one we were just yeah house yeah, of whispers just was, came out part of the sandman mm-hmm. universe and that's another one it was in sandman universe number one and it was more voodoo stuff and for whatever reason voodoo as a story element in a horror story never really uh, speaks to me i think the only the only time ever... overall i was gonna say i have issues overall with horror in comics in mm. general i don't ever find it really spooky and it's just the medium like i like those stories so you follow through with them but like getting that same like tense Mm-mm. viewing or 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 you know experience even sometimes with just normal prose books i i've almost i don't think I've, i can't think of any horror 
comic. Oh, I've had some really good experiences with pro with novels. With novels, novels. yeah. With novels, but not comics. But never comics. Yeah, Uh, I don't know. I like. There's a lot of horror. I think there's a lot of horror that I really like. But I've I've really tried to seek a lot of it out. There's um, there's this uh, John Lee's um, did this book called uh, Sink that's really good. Hmm. Um, and uh, he also is the guy that did. um, Oh God, it's uh, and then Emily was gone. I don't know it. You hear about that one, that, no. but I think that it's there's a specific art style that goes along with that one that that works really well. Um, I do think you can get horror, you can get some horrific moments just on a page turn, or just a shock by making something happen to a character that's that's that you've invested in. Hmm. I mean, think of think of when Glenn was was killed. Ah, uh, good point. That is, oh, that that when got you, me. When you mentioned uh, scenes that disturb you, I still am disturbed by that. Yep. Yeah, I still uh, tell people about how I had to stop eating lunch when I was reading that. Yeah, yeah. well, I, 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 I was, uh, it was like the only time in a, in a horror comic book, or actually, I think it's just in a comic book in general, where I was like slowly turning the page and kind of like upset queasiness. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Also, witches, I think I liked, I liked a lot. Which has had a good feel Snyder, to it. Right? I like Harrow County, so I think that there it, it's it's doable. It's just that it's not it's it's harder. I think yeah. um, you got to pay attention to the page turn. I think yeah. and just the way the the one one page goes into the next. Um, Word. It's, I, uh, but I, but I, either, I was gonna say I like to go back to the book though. I I I like the idea of the book, but I'm not sure the execution really worked for me. Especially the the storytelling at the very very end where. Yeah. Uh, the gentleman who has been abusing her goes uh, in. There's no dialogue. She does what um, um, Mahalia tells her to do, and she like nails the little bag of stuff above the girl's window. And then there's a silhouette of the, I guess the dad beating the wife. And then the husband walks away, and she goes and she throws open the door, and. There's blood on the window. Well, it looks like a dude tree. And it looks like a dude tree. Yeah. But then it says, uh, next issue, can Heloise go through with it? Go through with what? There's a charity turned a dude into a tree, didn't she? What? Did, what? Maybe. Maybe yeah. he's not full tree. Maybe. It feels like maybe the tree ate him, maybe. And maybe it's not over. Yeah, he might be inside. No. Or maybe this, maybe this tree is something that hatches out of the tree i don't know i don't know i don't think that was really explained as much um it wasn't given into as as much detail or or Mm -hmm. given much uh thought as far as um dialogue as Mm -hmm. the ripping off of the penis (laughs) i just i just wish that this would have been more effective if i knew what happened like if i'm supposed to be horrified that the dude is a tree you you need to do more in the storytelling to let me know that the dude is a tree. Because it took me for a while, it took me a little too long to be like, what? okay, what am I looking at? She opened the door, there's blood on the window, and there's a tree outside. Oh, wait, is that a, is that a dude tree? I don't know. So, um, that's my, I think that was my big problem with the, with that, was some of the, the storytelling artwork. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, as far as other than that's concerned, I mean, it's a it's a it's a decent looking book. I think it's I think it works. Um, the artist is is pretty good. I think that yeah, I think the ending, it what what it feels like is that the ending um, didn't need that splash page. We needed maybe one or two panels of of. Uh, but okay, there is there someone in bed there? That last page, the little girl. Yeah, because I think you know she had put. 
the f- father kept abusing the child, so the woman yeah. uh, nailed a bit of herbs or whatever that the, the... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that that little girl is in the room undisturbed, so... Yeah, whatever happens, it didn't happen on panel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It happened between the panels, which is which is which the jarring part. Yeah. Yeah. It, it feels like maybe they, they ran out of pages almost, like, you know, like room yeah. in the book, so... Yeah, like, get to it. They, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just a shame. I would like to. I would like to know. I'm curious, but I don't know if I'm curious enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it feels like the stakes are not high enough, almost, because the revenge happens like already by this first issue. Hmm. Um, yeah, it feels almost like the end of uh, Tales from the Crypt episode. Yeah, not exactly. Like well, I don't need. I don't need any more issues because we it know seems this like is. A, we know this is, is a mini. Do we know that this is all about? these characters well the next issue says can heloise go through with it and there's a picture of the same woman oh, well yeah all right yeah. fine i was i was making a subtle case for maybe this is a anthology we don't know about but all right yeah, no but all right nightwing number 50 uh let's see that is by benjamin percy and travis art by travis moore chris mooneyham and klaus jansen and dc nice. has this to say about it night terrors begins here the big issue number 50 kicks off an epic four-part story that brings together critical moments of fear and doubt from the past and the present. A young Dick Grayson hopes to escape the shadow of the bat and earn the title of Nightwing, while an older Dick Grayson must deal with a blow he did not see coming. A common enemy, a common enemy unites the timelines. The Scarecrow as you've never seen him before. So, um, I before I read this, I had heard tell that. The big thing happened in Batman number 55. Yeah. Is that out yet? Yeah. Number yeah, yeah. 56 came out this week. Oh, okay. I so had read 55. It was, you guys had read 54, I believe. Yes. Which was the Matt Wagner episode that you didn't enjoy, from what I understand, right? I was, I was not the biggest fan of it, yeah. personally. And then uh, 55 is where Nightwing gets shot in the head. Yeah. Yeah, it came out of nowhere. Yeah. Except Who shoots him? Didn't. Who shoots him? KG Beast. Yeah. Uh. Which makes sense. Okay. Once they revealed it was KGB, so I was like, yeah, all right. Because I remember <laughs> from the Jim Aparo years back in the 90s when the KGB showed Wasn't up. Wasn't he on the Suicide Squad for a while, too? Oh, was he? Oh, so. w- no, wait. Maybe. Was he in... Uh, what's, what was the, the, the Gale, Simone book? Secret Six? Was he, was he in Secret Six, or was it... Fuck, I don't know. Catman, Ragdoll... Yeah. Uh, anyway. Some lady. No, so... that was Bane. Bane was on that, too. Oh, oh okay. yeah, but you're right. You're right. Six, yeah. But I thought this was awesome. What did yeah. you think, Mark? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think it was it, – it worked. I liked that um, he's having these things. Um, he should never have gone out of the back game without a helmet, especially since he rides his motorcycle a lot, mm-hmm. jumps from buildings. Um, a little head protection might be good. But now he's so reckless he doesn't wear fucking shit. <laughs> he even shaved off his hair helmet. <laughs> um, I do like the way – I, I kind of hate this – the, the the Muppet version looking of the of the the Scarecrow. Yeah, me too. Uh, it looks like it looks like a you know a hairless it's hairless a, cookie monster. It's a really big mouth. <laughs> like yeah. everyone is everyone is relatively realistically drawn. Yeah. Except yeah. yeah. No, I I'm I'm kind of down with that too. At least though, it's not like in the cartoon where the mask had teeth. <laughs> you know? Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I always yeah. thought that was weird. Like, at least the guy, there's a guy underneath the mask. It's not just the mask has a mouth. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I agree. That's the Claus Jansen artwork, I believe, and it's it's okay. 
I really like um, whoever drew the current. Um, yeah, it's 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 a wonderful looking book. The yeah. the main story is is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I do like it that the arrow has sewn their mouths and eyes shut. That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Um, the uh, I, I'm not in love with the ba- the flashbacks. I it's it would be different if we have not seen the scarecrow since like the Robin years. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he's he comes back like uh, Doctor Light did. You know how they had Doctor Light always be like this uh, Titans villain who hates the kids and, and yeah. does stuff like that. I mean, if they would have, I guess Doctor Light has this stigma around him now that no one wants to touch that character because he raped and uh, killed Sue Dib- yeah. Dib- Dibney. Um, but I think Doctor Light would have been a better character mm-hmm. with this with stakes. Um, the the scarecrow has been around for a long time and so it's like now all of a sudden he hates robin that's and also who gives a fuck about the scarecrow yeah (laughs) he's not a villain i I guess he speaks to somebody like someone must love that villain but i just never cared about him i never he always felt like mysterio to me yeah and he feels and also uh his uh like when he gets captured here it's like taken right out of the the uh, uh batman begins um oh yeah when you know, he gets hit with his own gas, and then he gets the, scared. Yeah, he sees Batman as this giant bat creature. Yeah, um, yeah, they take it a step further and turn Robin into that, but um, I don't know. Um, I, it was some backtracking to to establish like a history that didn't that only like mildly exists. Mm-hmm. Having having a, a beef against Nightwing, or sorry, the the boy bird that doesn't fear anything. Um, yeah, I can we can we talk really briefly about how this is essentially like earth-shattering continuity for for Nightwing mm-hmm. and it's just kind of done slyly like he literally doesn't know anything about himself yeah. and he, doesn't, and he doesn't want to know anything that's about the himself. cool thing is I I, I kind of like that where he feels free from his past and he doesn't feel a need to go track it down and remember everything he's just like no okay well this is me now and I'm just yeah. gonna move forward yeah. I don't care you know it, it broke my heart when Bab showed up and she was like but we can you know we can help and blah 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 he's like no I'm good I'm fine I don't yeah. remember you, and yeah. I don't need to. Essentially, it's like you know, quit forcing me to remember something I can't. Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, which I, I actually kind of appreciated because the amnesia. Will he ever discover or remember who he is? Bullshit. Is, it's not there. We've well, we've read it. Yeah, we've seen it and read it and heard it, and I don't care. So when I when I kind of heard about this, we're like you know a retcon for for Nightwing, and he's gonna lose his memories. I was like, yay. Yeah, but I Whatever, think Whatever, but this is good. This it is worked fun. out better than I thought it would. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, to talk about what you were saying, Mark, about Scarecrow, it reminds me of when, um, I guess because after Joker beat Jason Todd to death, then when Tim, uh, Tim Drake came along, they decided that Two-Face was going to be his villain. So if you remember yeah. in like the origin of Tim Drake, there was a lot of Two-Face stuff. And so now I guess they're going, well, we need one for Dick too. And I guess that'll be flip a coin. Uh, no, no pun intended. The Scarecrow? <laughs> yeah. Or or just Tom King didn't have um, plans for him. Yeah, yeah. They, they needed something. Um, I, but the past stuff, I did not – it didn't really – I didn't really like it that well, but no. the present stuff I, I liked that a lot. I think it was really well done. The uh, pacing was really well done. I liked the, the like, all the emotional beats hit. I think, um, like you said, the the whole thing with with Babs, it was heartbreaking to see that. Um, 
and just his hopelessness i think is really um well well done in this um also it's it's like uh, it's you know I, it, he might get his memory back maybe he won't whatever but yeah like you said i don't really care about that um he is definitely in denial like of oh yeah, like, yeah. his own stuff but uh some people go their entire lives in denial and they don't you know they never come out of it so who knows when this chapter is going to be over i think i think when like maybe so i haven't heard um people freaking out about this yet so maybe it happened so slyly that uh contingents of the internet didn't realize that uh, essentially a fan favorite character was killed without being like, killed yeah so three guess, of uh or or th- the fact that three of the original teen titans were, were killed no yeah you know it, heroes in crisis I, Oh, that's Nightwing, right. That's Nightwing, right. Arsenal, oh, we... and and Flash. Kid Flash. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't all... see that. We didn't see that on panel though. So that's we that's didn't. Why it's we weird. didn't. And and we've got Booster Gold in there. Um, so I don't know. You could always go back in time and change things. It's, you know, Booster <laughs> True Gold. Story. All right. Um... Uh, anyway. It, this book, I think, um, it's a it's a great first issue. Mm-hmm. Um, it sets up one of those things that you can get out of it. They haven't painted him in such a corner that he's, you know, things will never be the same again. Um, But uh, it's not like unmasking uh, Daredevil and you have to do something like the purple children build a machine that makes the entire world forget that Daredevil is Matt Murdock. And, you know, that's just kind of... Or a deal with Mephisto or, you know, whatever. Stuff like that. It's not something that's that's that bad but um you know they can get out of this just by having some nice character uh stories with yeah which which will be cool i haven't really been really that interested in the nightwing book and so this actually made me interested so maybe i'll read i'll continue to read it well this is kind of where i'm at with nightwing every time a good story happens where word of mouth reaches me in such a way that i'll go oh shit i should be reading nightwing this is one of those but i don't read him month to month for whatever reason he's a character i enjoy yeah, just like um, arcs here and there. Yeah, no, he's like an awesome. Like, there's there's a handful of we we talked about this like when we were talking about Punisher forever ago. There's a handful of characters that are almost more appealing or more um, effective for me when they are, um, well, not side characters but supporting characters. Like mm-hmm. they they round out the perfectness of an ensemble. Nightwing is one of them. Punisher is one of them. Um, well, I'll tell you, the time I like um, him the most is when he's hanging out either with Babs and mm-hmm. they're reliving – It's other, I always seem to be nostalgia-based for Nightwing for me, um, except for the new 52 shit, which was awesome, where he inherited the circus, Haley Circus. I don't know that. I don't remember that. That was dope. Um, yeah, I like that. But, um, yeah, I also like it when he's hanging out with Babs and there's that tension. But I also like it when they were leading up to – and it should have been obvious because they've been doing it for like – two issues and then all you know is batman hanging out with nightwing for no real good reason and they're reliving old stories for no real no good reason until oh now i'm shot in the head so it was kind of in retrospect it was pretty obvious that i didn't catch on to it true but um i love those stories where it's bats and nightwing hanging out and kind of doing retcons of their past or like stories that you know they went through back in the day i like those stories too i just didn't like batman 54 that's cool. It's, I think I think a lot of that is the art. I think it was Matt Wagner's art. I didn't so, like fifty four, and I didn't like fifty. Did you like fifty five? I haven't read, read it. Yet. Oh, you goddamn it! I, I see. I thought this was doing one of those things where this came out before fifty five, 
Oh no! Um, and uh, like it was, you know, one of those Marvel or or I mean, scheduling conflicts, do, yeah, scheduling conflicts sort of things, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, this was a they had a lot of. I mean, we there, there were a lot of number ones this week. It just kicked our. It, it was it really kicked my ass. I was trying to catch trying up, to plow yeah. through some of this stuff. Yeah, that reminds me, who asked us? Someone had written in and we're like. Stop reviewing just number ones. Why don't you do a whole story arc? And then we said, yeah. let us know which one you want us to do. And then they never wrote us back. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Or, yeah well, yeah. When, uh, when we have conversations about like, uh, um, hopefully it gets better and never touch yeah. it. Uh, when, yeah. After I read or heard that email, I thought maybe we should do it for Border Town. Oh, I've only re- I haven't even read a single issue of that yet. Like two are out now. Didn't you already? Didn't you like hate the first issue? Didn't everyone dislike yeah, it? You're not missing out. Why are we going to read a whole? Well, that's just it. Like half of the conversation was like, "Well, if they did this, or if this gets better in this issue, uh, or if you know, okay, maybe there are other books. Like back. I would rather yeah. I would rather check in on Juke Joint um, oh, okay. and, watch, and read that entire series than um, than something like Border Town. Border Town just at least Juke Joint has potential because it. It, you know, it's it's bloody. <laughs> Ow, dude! It, it, uh, you know, well, y- yeah. At I least mean, one's Town, not trash. Border, <laughs> Border Town was just a mess to me. I, okay. I don't know. We we had a lot of negative stuff to say. And, about and you it. know, that's why that's almost like it wasn't an offensive mess. It was like a a giant miscalculation, and that's yeah. why I would argue that like maybe it'd be interesting to see if they like calibrate. Are able correctly. to pull up? Yeah. See yeah. if it's a train wreck from. Yeah, start because to because none of. <laughs> None of the none of the plot elements were bad at all. It was just more like, what well, is going hmm. on? All right. So, Dead Rabbit number one from Image Comics. It is 22 pages of a picture of a rabbit. It's just over and over Dead. again. Um, so, this is by Jerry Duggan, mm. who had been writing the... Guardians of the Galaxy, Deadpool, a whole bunch Infinity of shit. Wars, Infinity yeah. Analog, and he's still in reading or doing Infinity Wars. Uh, with art by John McRae, who longtime fans will remember the from Hitman. I remember Hitman. him from The Boys. Hitman? I know Hitman was first, but he didn't I do never the read boys. That was... it. was Derek Robertson, but everything oh, that was oh. like around it and the fill-in artist was John McRae. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so like all the all the um, side series and, yeah, and one shots, uh, one shots they were all John McRae. Gotcha. Also, mm-hmm. um, this is a really historic issue. Number ones? Yeah, no, this, no, this Dead Rabbit <laughs> number one. No, What's that? Dead Rabbit number because it's the first time there's ever been a splash page of a man wiping his own ass, <laughs> stand, standing up. That's actually true. Splash you page. could even see like the blood in the toilet. Oh, it's so gross. So Image it's... has this to say about it: Back in the <laughs> '90s, Dead Rabbit was a prolific Boston stick-up man and hoodlum until he took down one last big score and disappeared. Nobody ever discovered the truth. He retired to be with the love of his life. Now he's back in the mask to save her. But no one, not his wife, the mafia, or the cops, is happy that he's out of retirement. Spoilers. I thought this book was dope. I really, really enjoyed yeah. the shit out of it, yeah. Tell me why, Noel. Yeah. Why did I enjoy the hell out of it? Um, um, into the mic? Do you want me to do it into the mic? Yes. Okay. Uh, I was <laughs> I was writing it down. Uh, what I, <laughs> I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, I loved the pacing and the plotting of this. So you're introduced to the character of Dead Rabbit um, through third person for about five pages. Like the, the news is doing a retrospective of the disappearance of this, this uh, like infamous uh, mobster slash Robin Hood style character that wore a mask and, and was able to, to pull off 
uh, heists of all levels and sometimes for no reasons at all. And it didn't matter whether you were a bank or a mobster. You you were always a target of Dead Rabbit. Uh, and then it's all revealed at the end of like, you know, everybody. Uh, it's, a, it's a montage of like all different people watching this information. At the end, it's revealed that um, <laughs> um, someone, uh, a woman in a wheelchair yells to another person in the room while she's watching the news. Hey, they're talking about you again. And it shows us where he's been uh, since retirement after all these years. Uh, and that's taking care of his hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's funny. It works. It's gross, but yeah. it works. And sets up a, it's, a set, it's a good punchline. Yeah, it's It it's felt wonderful. very Garth Ennis. Yeah, it did. It did. Um, but it, it's... um, you You kind of... You're told the the mythical nature of this character and then you're immediately slapped in the face with the reality of a person that's had to live this kind of life and where his life is now and it's not even in a sad way it's just in a practical way like he's not fallen from grace in any way shape or form it's just more like um these mythical characters in the mob also have hemorrhoids and he's really just more concerned with taking care of his wife who seems to be infirmed um, she's in a wheelchair. For she's whatever in a reason. wheelchair. He she daily taken care of. There's medication everywhere, and she, she has, has a, a, a epileptic seizure. Epile- yeah, she has a seizure. And, yeah, at the end of it, and there's there's HEPA filters in the in the room. Like she's she's sick. Yeah. Um, but during the course of the book, you you kind of see his reluctant move out of retirement as Dead Rabbit, but it's not in the same way as you'd think. Which is really interesting and kind of fun. Like, it's almost in a vigilante style, but not really. My assumption... So he made this big score, and he, he apparently ripped off this mob boss. For $12 million. For, yeah, millions of dollars. And he has already eaten it all up. And by eating it all up, did anyone else get the understanding that maybe it was just because of fucking medical? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So That's because exactly of his wife. Implied. Yeah. Yeah. He's the health spent- it's a it's a subtle dig at American healthcare. He's in the last. I think it was. Uh, did they say exactly how long he's been away? Has it been like eighteen or twelve years or some shit like that? Like it, like it's over a decade that he's been. Well, away. it was in the nineties that he disappeared. Oh, so it's been like maybe yeah, twenty it was years. Ninety seven. Yeah, that's when it happened. December nineteenth, nineteen ninety seven. So do we know when this takes place? I think it's now. Later. Yeah. So, t- so twenty years ago. Yeah. All right. So for the last twenty years, he's gone through. Uh, a, at least a dozen million dollars worth of medical bills and yeah. cost of living. Yeah. Taking care of his yeah. wife. It, and now he works I, I at mean, Walmart. Now he works at Walmart, yeah. Well, that that reminded me of the Equalizer, um, the Denzel oh, Washington right. version. That was um, a Home Depot. It's totally different, bro. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, I, I like this book. I think that it's structured really well for a first issue. Um, you get um, – you get that that kind of punchline at the very beginning, um, and then you get like a more realistic kind of way this violence kind of plays out, and mm-hmm. it all plays out because of his he's very savvy, and it, it really is a great way of showing how uh, how smart he really is. I mean, he can see a customer looks kind of skeevy, and then he sees that he's buying all of these uh, um, specific types of materials. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he sees all that, and he's like, okay, I know exactly what this guy is doing. Um, he's trying to get rid of a body, and so, and he's smart enough to actually read on the the ID, the address, and so it's, it's there there are all these, like, little things that, um, those are like Batman-isms almost, yeah. you know? Yeah, these, it's, like, amazing muscle memory type things that he has in his everyday life, like this, mm-hmm. this level of perception that we, norm, like, you know, us normies don't ever have to deal with. 
Yeah. yeah. But, but that scene in the... But not superhuman, just, like, yeah. legit. Well, it's, yeah. it's experience. The, um, did anyone else... That scene in the Walmart happened somewhere else. That, that's, that's, that happened in a movie or something where a serial killer sees another serial killer in the Home Depot getting serial killer... Dexter? Accoutrement. Might have Maybe. been Dexter. Might have been Dexter. Oh! Wait. Uh, Blue Meth. Dexter 2? Oh, uh, yeah, um... Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. It happened in Breaking Bad. Bad. Somebody was trying to. He saw that someone was buying all of the meth components. Oh, yeah. The lie and yeah. the blah blah blah. Yeah. I think, or maybe it was Dexter. I forget. But yeah, either way, um, I've seen that scene yeah. before. Sure, but I think that the way this is all sort of put together, um, it works, and I, I really love the design of this guy. Uh, the, of the way this this um, dead rabbit looks. Oh, I love him. Um, uh, yeah. First, first dead rabbit. Awesome name for a. a vigilante you know it's mm-hmm. just it just strikes all these all these weird uh, i want to know where it comes know, from imagery yeah i want to know but, like um, was that something that he was named was it something that he declared well he was sitting in his chamber naked on his favorite armchair and, and all of a sudden a dead rabbit breaks through the window it was like <laughs> what do you what do you fear lap. rabbits <laughs> dead rabbits i hate rabbits especially when they're dead what strikes fear in the hearts of men I don't know, dead rabbits? <laughs> he used to juggle oh. dead rabbits. Like, dead uh, dead yeah. rabbits? Like a dog welder. He was dog welder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, I, bueno. think just, I think we just wrote the sequel. Yeah. Yep. So, no, but, interesting. Like, just this the fact is... that he's got these X's over his eyes, those are really cool. That's just a really cool look. You know? Yeah, no, I agree. And I like the... He's got like a Jeff cap on. He wears a suit, but he's got a giant... Um, uh, set of brass knuckles. Yeah, these are like custom brass knuckles that that protect the inside of his hand. Yeah, so insane. Uh, that's cool. Um, and a, the thing that surprises me though is this is an ongoing series. Oh, really? Oh, it, cool. It, it feels like a mini, doesn't it? A little bit. So that's kind of cool. Knows, they might uh, expand on. Maybe there were other vigilantes in this yeah. this universe. Yeah. Also, too, sometimes ongoing uh, image means thirty five issues. Oh, true. 36 or, issues, like a handful yeah, or, of trades. Yeah. Um, or 12. Or 12, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm, I'm really into this. Uh, I didn't know what to expect. I'm glad to see John McRae uh, working oh, on a book. It. He yeah, totally it, it killed looks, this. It's it looks beautiful. Great. Uh, yeah. He's really been working. I've been, you know, we're kind of, I don't want to say friends, but we're Facebook friends, so. Oh. You know what I mean? I mean? We're not friends. Yeah. I don't know the guy. But, like, yeah. I've been watching him post his art, and he's been working on this inking technique that I'm really starting to love, and he, he brought it to bear here, and I think it looks really nice. Um, but, yeah, like I'm this excited. Splash, this splash where he uh, smashes the guy with a pinata over the head, the Cinco de Mayo riot. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. He started, and he's wearing one of those hats with, uh, like, peppers on, like, on, on the peppers. You know, like hanging off of the hat, like little bolos. Mm-hmm. Oh like yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just funny. Um, Dressed for the occasion. Yeah. There's a, there's, so like I almost appreciate smaller moments. So like there's this right here. What page is this? Page fourteen of the digital copy. Like he sees the, he sees the guy with the stuff in his cart at work. And there's this lone panel of him deciding whether he wants to pursue what he's recognized or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's pretty much, it's all negative space and half, like three fourths of him are in shadow, but it's just, it's yeah, just it's really nice. good storytelling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Totally. Um, oh, that reminds me. I saw Halloween 78 on the big screen last night, Mark. 
Nice. It reminded me because you just said totally. Totally. Like PJ Souls. I love PJ Souls. Um, totally love her. So did Mike Myers. Oh, Octop- wait, wait. Is, are we sticking with this? We're going to read like all of this, right? Oh, I'm, Everyone's yeah. down? Yeah. This yeah. Maybe this will be the one down. we keep up all on. Right, cool. Let's stick um, with this one. Superior Octopus number one, written by Christos Gage with art by Mike Hawthorne. Marvel has this to say about it. Doc October starts here in this spider get in tie in. Doc Ock has set up shop as San Francisco's protector, but you won't believe his methods. Some of Otto Octavius's new superhero strategies may take may make Spider-Man regret letting him free, but the good doctor swears that he's the superior octopus. Awful name. Uh, can Terrible we, name. So, did everyone, in order to even mildly enjoy this issue, you had to have read Spider-Verse two years ago? <laughs> yeah. To even, like, kind of get what Well, and also the Superior Spider-Man. You had to, you had to read, read most entire, of Dan Slott's run. <laughs> yeah, you had to read, like, 50 issues of prep. I mean, I mean, yeah. like, even, like, just bare minimum having to read Spider-Verse to understand who the hell the inheritors are. Yep. And oh, honestly, I read Spider-Verse, still not entirely sure who the fuck the Inheritors are. Dude, they eat I spiders. I don't yeah, care The spider either. totem of every universe or yeah, every multi- That's it. You got it. You know what they Ugh. are. You nailed it. Ugh, yeah, Allah. This is awful. <laughs> uh, I, but, anyway. I hated I hated that aspect of this book, yeah. The, the back story, like there's a second story in the back, just blah. Ig- well, this ig- is... Ig- ig- ignore it, I think. Uh, um, superior octopus face is... The is he going to be the main character? He's obviously he's the impetus of you know Spider Geddon, Spider into the Spider Verse returns. Uh, so is he going to be you, like you're the, just saying words? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I am. It's a Spider Geddon into the Spider Verse to Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, yeah. Is he going to be the redeemable character? Is he just going to be a bad guy? Uh, like, well, okay. Whatever. So here's here's what I do know. It seems like the superior Spider-Man has been the one going uh, universe to universe. In, um, uh, what's the word? Um, Hopping? Getting getting Spider-People to join the fight. Um, has he? Yeah. In Edge of Spider-Verse. Or Edge of Spider-Geddon. I thought it was somebody different every time. Oh, shit. Like, it he? was It was like the first one was the people that got Hobie, the Spider-Punk, yeah. was... Yeah. It wasn't superior. It wasn't it was superior? Somebody else. Think, well, fuck a duck. Like and then I don't know. Someone else and then someone else and someone else. Because they, they show that team in this book. In the yeah. end of this book, they show like, you know, those they're that all have been. Pizza. Yeah, they're, they're eating pizza, having a ball because they've been the ones like displaced from their earths, dismantling the inheritor world. Yeah. Loom World. Um, Loom World, my bad. It yeah. couldn't, couldn't have been a worse title. This, is not, a, worse this is not a jumping on point. If you haven't read Spider-Verse, this is not the jumping on point for Spider-Geddon. Uh, I don't know. I guess I'll have to wait for Spider-Geddon 1 to see if it's even... Who's like, drawing it? Which which part? Spider-Geddon 1. I'm who's assuming there's fiddling? a main title. Who's is there a main with title? a microphone? Oh, oh I did. I'm sorry. It was me. Fiddling. I was touching the bottom. Do you hear that? Do you hear that? Do you feel that? Do you feel it? Do you feel it? Feel it. Wow. I was fingering it. <laughs> um. So I presume now I don't know if this is like a wonky schedule for this quote unquote air quoted event. Um. I assume there's a main series and then seventy four ancillary. You are titles. correct. Okay. So there's Spider Get. Well, there's Edge of Spider Geddon. 
Then there's Spider-Geddon Zero. There's Superior Octopus number one, which is a one-shot. Then there's Spider-Geddon. There's Spider-Girls. Uh, there's Spy Ghost Spider, a.k.a. Spider-Gwen. Uh, there's Spider-Force. I'm not making this up. Uh, and a couple of other miniseries. I'm a getting none of how them. How many? <laughs> oh my god, that actually worked. How many pay? How many issues was that that you just said? Seventy five. Yeah, about that. So this is a four hundred dollar yeah. crossover. Yep. Who? Who's yeah. this for? Fuck that. Me, man. It's for me <laughs> okay. specifically. They're like, Fuck you know what? Jadles needs a new spider. No. It's, but it's, it's not like, hey, I would like a new spider story. Sure, buddy. We're going to give you 7,000, <laughs> and two of them are good. Oh, so this is by Spider Geddon will be by Christos Gage and Dan Slott with can't go art by uh, George Molina. So that's oh, going to look Molina, good. But, um, Jorge. It's going to look good. I haven't, what has he been up to? I haven't seen him since Buffy. That's not – no, that's not him. Is yeah, it? he did. Jorge Molina did Buffy? He did um, Frey. Oh, you're right. What's he been? What's he been doing? I don't even know. I just know I like him a lot. Oh, yeah. George's Jante did drawing like season whatever, but Molina. I'm sorry. What mark? He's been drawing 75 issues of yeah, Spider Geddon. Yeah. I was gonna say <laughs> he he has been working on this title since 2004. <laughs> but what did what did right, you think about this? Can we talk issue? about this book though? Sure. Because. Outside of all this stupid Spider Spider Mageddon stuff, Spider Mageddon, it's I actually like. I loved um, the Superior Spider Man, and just continuing that storyline, I would. I that's why I would actually buy this book. Mm -hmm. So I know that like just the fact that he he was able to to, um, perfect the cloning process. Um, mm-hmm. By using the inheritors kind of technology or whatever or methods or whatever, um, but I can sort of ignore that as like a little just a little piece of this past. What really is this guy he's not only is he trying to escape his past um, as Dr. Octopus and sort of prove himself as better than spider man um, he also made the mistake of one time like uh, uh, like following uh like or not following um like pairing himself with this hydra uh stuff oh, and yeah. how hard it hard it is for him to shake that uh you know it's like you know once you've done it you're you you've done it forever you know and that was that was really really interesting that they're actually in the mind of this flawed character who's really trying to shake that from his past and he can't can't do it you know it's and uh this whole scene when when uh it took me by total surprise when he comes down into his uh little lair and arnim zola standing there and this is probably the best arnim zola has ever looked i i love this the way they have him drawn it's like yeah. in this uh it, he's standing there in this kind of evil like pose sweet duster coat yeah, yeah, and his head is his head is cocked then also underneath in his chest so it looks like he's looking at him even I just love the way that that looks. Um, it's just really, really an awesome design for this for that character. Um, but uh, yeah, and then you get a, a fun fight scene with uh, between a lot of Hydra agents and Arnim Zola, Zola and the Kraken. Was it, no Gorgon? The right? Gorgon. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Gorgon. Um, which all of that I think that works works really well. Um, so I would just ignore. And did you notice that he sprays ink? Um, yeah. Instead, like octopus ink instead yeah, it's of like, it's uh, like a webs, 
pudge yeah. or yeah. like a putty kind of ink thing. Yeah. You know what? You know what I thought was interesting. Um, there's a whole comp like I always liked his, the relationship with uh, Anna Maria. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, me too. Um, and there is a whole internal monologue he has with um, taking away her agency during mm-hmm. their relationship, which I thought was really, yeah. really mature and interesting. Mm-hmm. You definitely, know, like definitely. he he convinced himself at the moment that that's what he needed to do because he was because for him it was a permanent situation. But at the end of the day, he did lie to her, and they mm-hmm. were intimate with each other. So at yeah. what point? Did that cross the line, and how much retribution does he deserve internally I mean, and he, externally for it? Lied. So, like, it's 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 a great internal struggle. Like, it's yeah. awful, I mean, but it's great he, that it's mentioned. You know, he lied to her about like who he was, but um, he did have real feelings for her. Yeah, and no, I think that, she had real feelings it. for him. He lied is... to her about who he was, which to yeah. her is null and void of the actual emotions that both of them had because it was yeah. it was a straight up betrayal. It's like. It's it to some degree it's coercion, which to another degree bit. is rape. Yeah. You know, like yeah. if you're not yeah. with the person you believe you are, or you're mm-hmm. convinced into something, then that's that's a violation. It's it is. You know, that's, that's, I, it, I I know that's not what they were getting at, but like no. that's the same emotional baggage attached to it, and the fact that they're not brushing it off is yeah. a, is a really interesting character point for this. More or less irredeemable dude. It's not like Pete Sanchek, who, who in the first issue of um, Harbinger um, coerced this girl he liked into sleeping with him. Yeah, uh, using his and, um, uh, abilities. Yeah, it's not. It? Yeah. It, it's it's equally as yeah, equally it's. I mean that's that's bad. That's like that. So it's it's not like as horrible as that, but it's mm-hmm. still bad. You he, know, it's yeah, still, he purple manned her. Really? Yeah, yeah. Was, Did they yeah. end up falling in love in the book too? Or uh, they were uh, always kind of. She always kind of hated him. I think. Good. Yeah, <laughs> there was. Yeah, there was always a, a there was, some animosity there. Yeah. But in the original series, I think that that actually happened that way, and it actually um, they had a relationship and stuff. So I think that that was the derivation from the original Valiant from the from the mm-hmm. this one. Um, but it was a different time, different age. Um, you know, yeah, stuff like that. I, I just I uh, really liked that character moment, and you're you know what. I, I was I was pissing and moaning on this book. If this was just a one shot about him trying to establish himself and, you know, shake off like he's still a prick, but shake off like the evil moniker of it. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I loved about yeah. Superior Spider Man. Mm-hmm. So that's well, fine. Yeah. But this being shoehorned into uh, Spider Man, I don't give a shit about. Is yes, really difficult. You don't give a shit yeah. yet. Oh man. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Once this Spider getting shit is over with i think that this will be an interesting book it's just unfortunate that it has to share the spider getting stuff in its first issue it can't yeah. just establish itself on its own you know yeah. i think that it would be much more it's it's a strong book i think and christmas gage is a he's a great writer who really hasn't had a, a chance to yet on a on a book by himself he's always kind of dan slot's feeling guy yeah i was gonna say he's dan slot's like story to go guy because dan slot's notoriously juggling 80 different issues at once yeah. well i'm i'm excited that um this makes me feel better that superior spider-man is coming back as a title after spider-geddon where yeah. does that fit it's it's going to be this it's going to be doc ock trying to be yeah. i guess superior spider-man in san francisco that's what i'm assuming yeah. so that's why yeah. they're setting all of this up this is his whole this is his um daily bugle this is his mary jane so he's just going to change his name yeah 
Okay. Yeah. He's yeah. Tolliver now. Tolliver, who is the bad guy. Oh no, no, I mean, I mean, Spider- like vigilante name. For yeah. some reason, I'm like yeah. branding, but no, I guess that doesn't really matter in in this fake world. Yeah. <laughs> you should just call him. You should just call himself the Octopus. I I, I just don't like Superior Octopus. That's just yeah. a stupid name. They're just um, doing that for us. No, but. Yeah, yeah but I mean, I, he's yeah. He says it all the time, though. Yeah, it's, um, well, I, I, I also kind of like that he's an asshole. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I, I just love the night shift. I love it when they pop in every now and oh, then, you know, they're a, <laughs> such a weird group of, <laughs> and they're wonderful. You know them? <laughs> no, I, I remember as soon as I started reading it, I was like, Oh, but I yeah. forgot they existed. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like a couple of years ago, I remember like randomly, um, the wrecking crew showing up in a best oh, yeah. Avengers book. I'm like, Oh, I forgot you guys existed. That's yeah. great. That's fun. Yeah. Well, for a while they're like, they're, they're like the West coast version of the wrecking crew because it's like, it's whenever you have a first issue, like the wrecking crew shows up and then the hero just sort of wrecks the wrecking crew and then yeah. goes on to his, his regular thing. Um, but I always, the night shift was cool. They, they sort of started out in the spider woman comics and then they were in like West coast Avengers for a little, every now and then. And, yeah, Wonder Man. I think fought him once or twice because he was on the West Coast. Anybody on the West huh. Coast fights fights those guys. Nice. Um, they used to be ran by the Shroud, but I, I and they were like kind of like a underground. The Shroud would manipulate them to do good things, even though they were bad guys. Um, but yeah, that's kind of cool. A, huh. Yeah, yeah. I like how the one guy kind of talks like the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> yeah, looks like it too. He's got a big hair vest. He looks like he looks like the old school Crypt Keeper. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, all right. That's it. That's all of them. That's all of them. It's. Well, I did yeah. read. I did read Ripley's Believe It or Not. Oh. I I believe it. I I read it's... Hotel um, Oblivion. Yeah. But What's... but yeah, Noel has a eleven o'clock deadline. He's I do. A... Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's I do. Right. Got a GTFO. No, cool. But no thank problem. You, thank you so much for joining us this. Week on week on the real episode of Cult Pop. <laughs> Spoiler alert! I'm your host Johnny Destructo. Thank you for joining us, Noel. Hi, thank you for inviting me. Yeah, and Mark underscore L underscore Miller. Tell the people where to go. MLMillerWrites.com. I'm doing my all month long countdown of the best of the best in horror that's Ooh. going on right now. Um, and uh, I'm I'm on 24. I what think is, nice. I want to know what it is. What's number one? Tell, tell all the people right Wait, now. I'll tell you right what's, now. What's no. 31? 31 is a movie called Desolation. Desolation? And it's, a, it's a lost in the woods horror film. Oh, I think I saw uh, that on um, a streaming service. Yeah, there was a, it's it's like uh, two ladies and, the, and one of the ladies' son. They're trapped. They're I saw that. Trip. I love that movie. That was, it was, it really was cool. fine until the end. I really liked it. Um, oh, you didn't like the end? I, I'll... I didn't like the uh, special effect of what happens at the end. I'll say oh, that. yeah. I don't want to ruin yeah. it for anybody because I went in blind going, don't know mm-hmm. what this is going to be, and it turned out to be something really different. What's number I'll go, 26? I'll, very quickly, I will go down oh, okay. the, the, what I have right now. Okay. All right, go. Desolation yes. so is number 31. Uh, 30 is Cult of Chucky. Oh, uh, so awesome. Nice. 29 is 1922 with Thomas Jane. Yep, yep, that was good. Uh, is this it, all in a uh, specific year? It's this year, in this uh, last 2018, year. or since last October. Since last October. Excellent rule. I just need to know uh, the rules. Carry on. 20, 28 is Psychopaths by Mickey Keating from Mickey Keating, which is uh, really good. I like Mickey Keating, but I've never seen any of his movies. I just like Check the out, core, and I, I like his interviews. Psychopaths is like Pulp Fiction with 
psychopaths. <laughs> um, ghost stories uh, is, is number twenty seven. Didn't that just come out? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a uh, it's a, sort of an anthology, but it's about a debunker that goes around and tries to debunk all of these ghost stories and cool. finds Wait, out. Is that, that the one with Martin Freeman? Yep. Yeah. Oh, Martin really Freeman's good. in that. Yeah. Yep. Really good movie. Uh, twenty six is Pie Wacket, um, which is a uh, it's a witch story. It's about a. It's got a. Um, Lori from Walking Dead in it. Okay. Not, was it Lori? Yeah. Andrea. Andrea from Walking Dead. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and number 25 is Downrange. Oh, I don't um, know that one either. Is, that one's great. That wow. one's on Shudder. You can see that on Shudder. Oh, I do it's have really Shudder. Good. good. Yeah. All right. And the one that's coming up tomorrow, just as, so that it's everything, yeah. is Mayhem. Mayhem. I don't know if you saw uh, that. It's I watched the first half and then I had to pause it because I had to leave. I haven't finished it yet. It's, it's excellent. It's got Glenn I, in it. Very good. I love Very Joe good. Lynch. Uh, even mm-hmm. when he has no budget, he seems to be fun as hell. So yeah, and it's um, got Samara. Samara Weaving is in it, and Samara Weaving is so beautiful. She's so hot and crazy. Um, this, she should have been Harley Quinn. Is this the movie that I that keeps being on the? You know how you're you've got your streaming service app thing, um, my Roku or whatever, and when it says Shutter, there's a picture of Glenn from The Walking Dead. Yeah, is that it. that movie? Yep, that's the movie. I have to yeah. watch it. Nice. It's it's like the Belko experiment, but I like Ooh. this one better than the Belko experiment. I did like so, the Belko experiment. So I said we saw that together. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So far, it's um, it's got more teeth than the Belko experiment. Oh, okay. Definitely. Not in more of like a crazy way, and less of a, what are these people gonna do way? Yeah. It's more mm-hmm. just like insane, Bonkers. like like almost like a like a viral insane as opposed oh, okay. to and, yeah, and, and you have they have characters that you actually care about, um, which I didn't really care too much about the people in. Experiment I, at least half of them I did, but then, but then there were some that were just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, okay. So you can find me uh, at Patreon slash Johnny Destructo. You can tweet at me at JD's Hero Complex. Um, you can like us. Please like us and share us on uh, iTunes or wherever you're listening to this. That would help us out a good deal. We would like uh, more people to enjoy what we do with you. Yeah, that's a sentence. I get it. (laughs) Thanks so much, and we will talk at you later. Bye. 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 Thanks so much for listening to Spoiler Alert. Check out all our shows, including the Cannibal Horrorcast, where we review classic and contemporary horror. Oh, it's so spooky. And Gutter Talk with the Black Tribbles, recorded live every week at Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex. Yeah, yeah. This, this is